from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy might be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves, because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, because I have told you everything I have heard from my Father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you, and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The power of words. Just one word can have a profound impact, whether intended or not, as it may hurt someone or as it can propel you to deeper affection for them. Just one word can be the difference between a question and a humorous statement. And I learned that lesson well last semester when I went to visit a pre-K class. I was teaching them a lesson with Bobby the Bear and Rhonda the Rhino and as I got done, I got a question, and I still don't know if it was directed at me or one of the stuffed animals I was holding, but the kid says, do you poop in bed too? The addition of the word too not only indicted him of sharing one of his experiences, but it gave us great room for laughter. The power of one word. The power of one word as a disciple can forever change our life for eternity. The power of one word, love. Today that word is, is tossed around as a general acceptance of, well, whatever you do, just agree with it, and that's you loving me. And we see now how relationships have gone awry. But today, our readings draw us in to the agape, the unconditional love of God for his children. A love that, as St. Peter said in our first reading today, is a love for all nations, a love that shows no partiality. And so the first aspect then for each of us to understand about God's love is that it is freely given and we simply have to receive it. We can do nothing to earn God's love. St. John says today in our second reading, and this is love, that we have loved, not that we have loved God, 
but that he has loved us. On this Mother's Day, we understand the important role of a mother to convey the unconditional love of God to her children. As we hear Jesus say in the gospel today, he says, it was not you who chose me, but I who chose you. We did not choose our mothers, but they chose us. Even if we didn't have a strong relationship with our mother, we are able to understand what love ought to be. Because motherhood itself is a sacrament, an outward sign of the reality of God's unconditional love bestowed upon his children. We can learn then from this sacrament of motherhood, we ourselves can learn by receiving, by listening, what God's love is for us, his children. And the same is true for us in the spiritual life. Because in the first reading today, we see the impact of what it means to receive and to listen. For Peter, when speaking to the Gentiles, giving the best bedside story that could ever be given, a story of salvation history, he goes by beginning with, you are chosen. God created you out of love. And once we fell out of love due to sin, God sent his only begotten son to die for you on the cross. And that's not the end. Because even though Christ has ascended and gone back to heaven, he left behind the church to bestow his very presence to us still today so that his love is never ending. He showers down this love through, his, through our mother today, the church. And we know what impact receiving this word had on them. Because it says in the first reading, while Peter was still speaking these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the word. The Holy Spirit, the love of the Father for the Son, the love of the Son for the Father, the very unconditional love of God fell upon those who were listening. And he instructed their hearts. So for us to understand what love means, it means that first we have to listen and to be attentive to receive the very unconditional love of a father for his beloved sons and daughters. But this isn't just a love that is meant to be stored. It is a love that should compel us with that same zeal and working and fire of the Holy Spirit to consume the world. A love that goes out, a love that shares itself. And while we can do nothing to earn God's love, it takes an immense effort to remain in God's love. Jesus says in the gospel, if you keep my commandments, then you will remain in my love. With love comes responsibility. It takes great sacrifice to live out these commandments. It takes great sacrifice to live the moral life of Jesus Christ given to us today through the church, yes. But all loving relationships demand great sacrifice because love is most expressed through sacrifice. Just as mothers teach us the very unconditional love of God from our early childhood, from their affection given to us, throughout their life, we can learn from them the sacrifice it takes to remain in love. 
For as our gospel today continues, there is no greater love than this, than to lay down your life for one's friend. As we grow up, the many sacrifices of a mother demonstrate to us what it means, whether it be through spiritual motherhood or physical motherhood, through a stewardship of her life, sharing the very gifts that she possesses and instructs others not just to live a life of toil and labor, but a life that yields great joy. If we allow our own lives to be expressed through this sacrificial offering, then we can find a joy. For Jesus says, it is my desire that you receive my joy and your joy may be complete. Just as a mother delights in her child, so too does God delight in us when we imitate him through a perfect offering of self. Through the example of the women in our lives, the women of the church, whether married or single, whether canonized or not, whether living or deceased, we receive an example of what it means to listen, to be attentive, and to remain in God's love, and to express that very love through their compassion, the sacrifices offered generously for the sake of another. Motherhood provides us an example of how to receive love, of how to remain in love, and how to share that love just as Christ did for his neighbor. Once we learn, my brothers and sisters, to receive that unconditional love of God as his sons and daughters, once we begin to accept the responsibilities of that love and the sacrifices that it entails to remain in his love, once we begin to share the word, the very love of God as Peter did through the gospel, the outpouring of God's salvific work and his love for us bestowed through his church, once we share what it means to be saved by the unconditional love of Christ on the cross, then we will be able to share a joy greater than any on earth. Maybe it's not with the same laughter of that pre-K room, but we can, with the same innocence, joyfully share our experience of God's love in our life by receiving and remaining and bestowing the love of God the Father, the power of love, the power of the Word become flesh.